Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, how's it going? So this is going to be a bit of a different video, straight to the point. I want to talk about Moff Gideon's new suit. There are definitely a lot of things that I don't see a ton of you guys talking about on Twitter or in the live streams or anything like that. So right off the bat, of course there are horns, and we're going to get to this. I feel like I've made my point clear that he is, in my opinion, loyal to Darth Maul. Now this might be a design that they just chose, but if we're following any sort of lore and consistency, anyone with horns on their helmet, especially these long, are loyal to Darth Maul or Darth Maul loyalists, or as Sam Witwer likes to call them, Maul DeLoreans. Now Gar Saxon had horns that were just pretty much like this, if anything actually even taller. This definitely reminds me of Darth Maul, so that's out of the way. We can talk about that maybe at the end. Moff Gideon mentions that his suit is created from Beskar alloy. Now, of course, he was the reason that, you know, all the Mandalorians were uh, scared to go on Mandalore because he put out this big lie that Mandalore was poisonous. And of course, this was to mine Mandalorian or Mandalorian Beskar, and of course, to build his Imperial base without, you know, anybody bugging him or getting in the way. Now, the main thing that I took away from this is, well, two things, really. He mentions the fact that his Mandalorian armor is the next phase of Dark Trooper armor. Now, if we also listen to when he's walking, it sounds like a robot. This isn't really normal for Mandalorian armor. It's just armor that's on you. But it literally sounds like he has cybernetics in the suit. Like he is literally a dark trooper inside the suit. Now, this next phase, there were three phases of dark trooper armor. The first one was, was just pretty ridiculous. It was pointless, like just destroy it easily. The second phase, I believe, and this is my theory, is what we saw in The Mandalorian Season 2. And the reason I say this is because phase three was a lot bigger, beefier, but primarily it was actually lightsaber resistant. And as we saw, those dark troopers weren't lightsaber resistant because Luke was just chopping them up easily. Now, even if they were, he would have been able to just completely crush them with the force, although it would have been a little bit more difficult, but I believe Luke Skywalker at that time, if, you know, uh, continuing with Legends continuity, he would be easily powerful enough to do such a thing. Now with Moff Gideon in his new phase of Dark Trooper armor, and here's where it ties into Luke Skywalker with season two. If you guys remember, when he saw Luke, he was crapping his pants. He was so freaking scared because first of all, here's the guy that defeated, you know, the fabled mythological creature, Luke Skywalker, a Jedi who defeated the Emperor, to his knowledge, defeated Darth Vader and blew up the Death Star twice. So to him, Luke Skywalker is literally a god. He felt that what is the one thing that Luke Skywalker has that I'm really afraid of besides, of course, the force, his lightsaber. What defeated the Dark Troopers? His lightsaber. 
you know, mind you, the force in a couple moves, but his lightsaber chopped through a lot of things. Lightsabers are very intimidating. They can slice through everything. This next phase of Dark Trooper armor is impervious to lightsabers. So, this is telling me that perhaps we're going to see a Jedi that may try to show up and attack Moff Gideon. Now, if we do, um, they're gonna have to use the force to like throw him away because lightsaber attacks will not work on him at all. Of course, unless they're like, you know, put in specific areas like where that are vulnerable, kind of like what happened to Paz Vizsla and the Praetorian Guards, but that won't work on Moff Gideon. Now, also I wanna mention, of course, the fact that he's, you know, cybernetic at this point. So he's got enhanced speed, enhanced strength, enhanced durability. He's essentially a dark trooper, as he says, you know, he is in the suit. That being said, does he have phase three dark troopers assembled and ready to go like that? With him in front of them and them just behind him ready to attack. Now, what I think is gonna happen is some more Mandalorians will show up. I do think Axe Woves is a good guy, and I say this because it's just too on the nose that he would betray Bo. I think it's the armor. I could be wrong, of course, but it's a theory, and Star Wars theory, channel name. I think the armor is going to betray all of them. I think she actually works for him. They both got horns, and I made the video about this yesterday, and I just feel like she's gonna betray them all. If you haven't seen that video, check it out. I feel like I make some pretty good arguments. Now, as for his lineage or his loyalty to Darth Maul, these guys were the most savage of the savage. In my opinion, they were even more savage than Death Watch. Now, Darth Maul defeated Pre Vizsla in a trial by combat, and in doing so, ruled all of Mandalore for a little bit. And his Maldalorians were very, very loyal to him. There's an entire comic book arc called The Son of Dathomir, and it really goes over what happened to him when he was imprisoned by Palpatine. Probably one of my favorite comics from the Clone Wars, definitely one of them that I wish that they would turn into live, or not live, but Clone Wars animation. I think it's a saga that's really, really cool for Darth Maul. It's just, it just continues his story so well because we don't really know what happened to him after Palpatine, right? But that comic series by Dark Horse explains it really well and it's really fun. And you see just how loyal these Maul DeLoreans are to him. I, th I would even say more loyal than Pre Vizsla. You know, maybe there are less of them, but they are much more loyal. And really, that's what's more, most important. So they break him out of Palpatine's jail that, that Palpatine and Dooku were basically keeping him in. And I think Moff Gideon was probably with them at that time. If he wasn't, then he became, you know, very entranced with Maul's overall perspective of Mandalorians and how to rule Mandalorians in Mandalore. So with this suit... He will be pretty impervious to definitely Mandalorians and also to Jedi, unless they're using the Force, because then he's kind of game over. But that being said, he is in a suit, and Dark Troopers, Phase 3 Dark Troopers, were essentially created to destroy, to be able to withstand Jedi. And I think that there will be some tricks up his sleeve if he does come against a Jedi. However, I don't know if they would even do such a thing, because it's just kind of, it would be redundant to Season 2. I don't think Luke would return, but I think Ahsoka could make an appearance, which then in turn, of course, would, you know, bolster her her show and make people much more interested, especially the mainstream people who don't know much about her. Now, that being said, I would love to see Boba Fett make an entrance. You know, maybe he'll get some wind of it uh, on Tatooine, and then he'll come in with Fennec Shand and, you know, maybe drop a seismic charge or something. Who knows what happens? I think Bo is going to go off and she's going to try and get the Mythosaur. And from there, she's going to ride it into battle. And this is what's going to be her sort of rite of passage to rule all Mandalorians, even beyond the Darksaber. And I think this will even turn the guys that are with Moff Gideon 
should they be Mandalorians, to turn against him and join Bo. Simply because of the fact that this is like just too ridiculous. This is beyond the Darksaber. This is like fate. This is legends. This is myth. This is what you have to do. It's like, you know, God coming down and basically telling you, hey, I'm here. Follow me. So that's what I think about Moff Gideon and his new suit, which looks pretty cool. He's kind of like a... I don't want to say Darth Vader, but yeah, kind of, a little bit, you know, I mean, showing up in a black shiny suit as a cyborg, it's pretty badass, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the finale has in store for us, there's only a couple days left now, so I want to know what you guys think, let me know in the comments below, and I'll see you in the next vid, until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. <laughs>